0: Welcome to Meet Houston Missions and the uh, Local Missions Podcast. I'm the host, Paul Cannon, managing partner at Simmons and Fletcher PC. This podcast is about uh, promoting missions and giving them an opportunity to find volunteers who want to get involved and find and give people who have a heart to volunteer a easy way to find local places in the Houston area where they can get involved, particularly. We're going to talk today with the CEO, Sarah Strew of the Spina Bifida Association. She's going to tell us about the association. It's a a worldwide association that also has local branches and local things going on. So she's going to tell us about all of that. Sarah, would you go ahead and introduce yourself for us?
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Sarah Struy. I'm the president and CEO of the Spina Bifida Association. I've had the good fortune of working with SBA for almost 15 years now.
0: Good deal. How'd you get involved with them?
1: I've been a lifelong nonprofit manager. I have I started working locally in Girl Scout councils after out, out of college and just... Um, had a passion for working for missions and for doing work that changes lives.
0: Well, that's awesome. It seems like an organization that does that from what I've read and from what I've learned from some of your uh, uh, participants and members. Um, Why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit, because it's a unique uh, situation here, why don't you tell me a little bit about what spina bifida is so that the public can kind of be educated and aware.
1: Sure. So spina bifida is a birth defect that happens in the first four weeks that a woman's pregnant. Um, it impacts her child, and it it um, is a birth defect that um, causes the spinal column not to form the way it typically would, and leaves a, a lesion or a gash there on the spinal cord um, that's then exposed. And so, a person with spina bifida is born, in effect, with a spinal cord injury. And depending on where that lesion occurs on the spine, it will have an impact on. A person's mobility, their ability to go to the bathroom, um, their ability to care for themselves and all a host of different things. Um, It's uh, it's something that can't be cured once it happens. And so people have to learn to live with the effects of it throughout their life.
0: Well, tell us a little bit about what the Spina Bifida Association does in order to assist and help people that uh, are born with this condition.
1: So we work to build a better and brighter future for people with spina bifida. That's our mission, excuse me, in a nutshell. And um, basically, we're what's called a voluntary health agency. So we work to improve the health of people with spina bifida. Um, As the only organization in the United States that focuses solely on spina bifida, we're the voice for those individuals. We work in the realm of of research, advocacy, um, clinical care, and also education and support for individuals who have spina bifida.
0: Wow. And tell us a little bit about the size of the organization.
1: So we're a small voluntary health agency in comparison to the bigger organizations like Cancer and Heart and those organizations. Spina Bifida affects about 166,000 people in the United States. So it's classified as a rare condition. So only about one in 1,500 people are ever born with Spina Bifida. So it's not something that happens um, in great numbers, but it is something that has a great impact on people's lives. But it's more common than a lot of other birth defects. And so while it's rare, it's still more common than others. And it's certainly the only one that that results in a lifelong disability that's compatible with life. There's nothing more more um, debilitating in some ways than having a a spinal cord injury. Um, And so people really have to learn how to adjust to build their lives in a different way than people who don't have that injury have.
0: Wow, and so I've I've looked at the website and I've seen some of the different uh, resources that you provide for parents and for people uh, struggling and dealing with this uh, condition. And uh, I noticed that you had everything from general education stuff on there to a list of various medical facilities and places that people can get specialized treatment. Is this a condition where uh, you know you can just go to any clinic and get treatment, or is it something that's really specialized?
1: It's pretty specialized. It's it's um. Requires a lot of different medical disciplines to care for someone with spina bifida. When you think about it, your brain is probably the most complex thing that organ in your in your body, and this um, condition impacts not only the spinal cord but the brain. And so, as a result, it's a pretty complex condition. So it takes neurosurgeons, it takes neurologists, it takes urologists, and um, physiatrists in all different kinds of medical disciplines to be able to support somebody with Spina Bifida. There are basically 130 pediatric clinics around the country that are associated with children's hospitals and uh, academic institutions that house multidisciplinary clinics that we call Spina Bifida clinics. Um, and that's great. It's wonderful for the children because they get the kind of specialized care that puts them right at the center of things. And all of those specialties revolve around those individuals with spina bifida. But what happens is that when people age out of that children's hospital network, that care ceases to exist. And in fact, most of care, most of the knowledge for caring for people with spina bifida resides only on the pediatric space. There are hardly any adult providers who know anything about spina bifida. And so health when people age into the adult system, it becomes very precarious because there's not the health care there that's available when they're children, and as a result, we lose a lot of people in their adult lives, and it's really kind of scary to be honest.
0: Wow! And so, um, what does your organization do in order to assist with uh, people who have kind of aged out of the the easy to find medical realm?
1: <laughs> so we're we're in the process of building the system to actually. Educate physicians and other healthcare providers about what it means to care for someone with spina bifida. So, for instance, a person with spina bifida can present in the emergency room with a high fever. So, the question becomes is it a shunt malfunction? Is it um, a kidney or a UTI? Is it some other kind of um, bacterial infection or a viral infection? And being able to tease that out takes some expertise. That not every physician has and so we'd like to be able to train physicians to understand a what it takes to to treat an individual with a physical disability and b to understand the nuances around spina bifida and how to treat them
0: it sounds so, like that's
1: what we're engaged in
0: it sounds like this is something that uh, kind of needs to start at the medical school level and continue on in and, and just kind of general education uh, as it they does. go through their career
1: so and we're involved in um, a couple of different coalitions that are focused on this because it's bigger than just fine of if the, All, all of the children onset conditions kind of face the same issue of when kids transition from uh, care in the childhood space to adult space that they kind of fall off what we call a care cliff. Wow. So, you know, people just kind of age out of that system and there's not the 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 expertise at the adult side to be able to care for them and it's because most of these conditions have been considered to be pediatric conditions but we've done such a good job of taking care of them in the pediatric space they're now actually chronic lifelong conditions and that's a big change for the medical system to wrap its head around
0: gotcha um well, tell us a little bit about some of the uh, the volunteer opportunities that you guys have with the organization. Uh, specifically, uh, most of my listeners are kind of Houston area and, and general Texas area. Uh, so I'd like to learn about any opportunities that you've got where people can actually get up and be a part of something like this.
1: So we have, um, in a couple of weeks, there's going to be a local walk and roll for Spina Bifida there in the Houston area. We're using it as an opportunity to launch a local presence there in the Houston market. Um, we're looking for volunteers who are in the medical space or in the business space who want to help build something um, that would be beneficial for those of you who live in the Houston area who are affected by spina bifida. So. We're looking for advisory council members. We're looking for volunteers who can help with education, who can help with local advocacy, uh, working with school boards, working with um, local hospitals, so all of those things to try to be able to to impact change for individuals with spina bifida.
0: Awesome, and you mentioned the uh, the spina bifida walk that's coming up on November fourth, uh, I believe, here in the Houston area. I've got it down on my calendar, actually. Um, Uh, Thanks to one of your members, Uh, my firm is actually going to be one of the sponsors of that event. So we're looking forward to it being our first year and uh, uh, first time to get involved with this stuff. But can you tell uh, the listeners a little bit about how they can get involved with that and what uh, sort of levels of involvement they they have options for?
1: So the, the most basic level is to show up for the walk. Um, you can go to our website. You can Google "walk and roll for spina bifida," and um, there's a listing and of all the walks that are taking place around the country. And there's a, a link to the Houston walk there, and you can actually sign up and come out and join uh, the scores of people that will be there to celebrate those individuals who live with spina bifida, particularly there in the Houston market.
0: Wonderful. Um, and. If people want to get involved in that, uh, is there a specific website they should go to for that, or is it just the main website, or how does that work?
1: You can get to it from uh, the Spina Bifida website. So,
0: great. Okay. Um, now, in addition to that, do you have other uh, events and fundraisers that the association does, or is that kind of the big thing?
1: Well, that's our that's our signature um, fundraising and friend raising event that we do around the country. Um, uh, we do other things too. We're pretty involved. There are a couple of clinics there in the Houston market that are really involved with SBA and work around um, clinical care. That's a big area for us. And in fact, those uh, one of those clinics is, is involved in what we call a um, urologic protocol study that's being done at CDC, uh, because what most people don't understand is individuals with spina bifida are um, kind of at increased risk for kidney disease and kidney failure. Um, All of the years of having the calf to go to the bathroom lead to a lot of UTIs and kidney infections. And that does damage um, to the kidneys over a person's lifetime. And so in this uh, particular protocol, they're studying how we can take a child's um, forming urologic system and protect it as much as we possibly can to kind of stave off all of that um, negative impact that happens over time. And so that that protocol is being tested there in the Houston market, as well as in a couple of nine other places or eight other places in the United States. So hopefully by the time we get to the end of that, we'll have an understanding of how we can better protect those kidneys.
0: Wow. Well, thank you so much for educating us on all this stuff, because uh, I've learned a lot just listening to you talk about it, the condition and and learned some things that uh, I I would never even thought of uh, as far as how it affects people and how it goes. Um, You told me a little bit about kind of your future plans or to build a a network and system of of educating and uh, not just doctors, but schools and and, uh, people that are involved and that need to understand the condition and how to help people that have it. Um, are there any other kind of future visions or goals that we haven't talked about for the organization uh, plans?
1: So our strategic plan is really focused on two areas of the spectrum. One is the adult side, um, because we do know that there's a dearth of, of health care providers who treat adults. But uh, the other piece of it is the introductory piece that families get when they get the news that they're having a birth that's affected by spina bifida. And it's always a universal story, and it's a very sad one. It it usually goes along the lines of, I'm sorry to tell you, your child has spina bifida. When would you like to schedule your abortion? And we're trying to change that narrative for people. We believe that people really deserve to have the best information given to them at that moment so that they can make informed decisions and they can understand what it really means to have a child with spina bifida and what to expect. And so we're focused also on changing that diagnosis delivery. Um, So we're working right now um, to build a program that will actually go in and teach physicians better how to handle that situation and so that they can get a better understanding that spina bifida doesn't mean exactly what they were taught it meant in medical school, gotcha. and that there are options for people who live with spina bifida who can lead a very active and very fulfilling life. And um, we want to make sure that people understand what their options are.
0: So it sounds like, uh... We just really need to get the message out that while spina bifida is an incurable medical condition, it is not the end of the world and that people that have it can still live a, a fulfilling life. It just takes understanding, uh, which is kind of ex- what y'all are trying to do is just educate and make people understand uh, how to handle the condition, how to help the people and how to enable them to live that kind of life versus trying to, you know, versus just giving up. So.
1: Yeah, well, and it's it's a challenging life. I'm not going to lie. But we've made it challenging by the way that we look at people with disabilities. The fact of the matter is if we looked at buildings and systems and thought about what it takes to be able to access those easily, easily, then we'd change the way we did things and it would make it easier for people to participate who have a physical disability or any other kind of disability for that matter. So I think that the big thing for us is that a disability doesn't mean that you're anything is wrong with you. It just means you're different. And it means that maybe you have to access the world differently than others. But that doesn't that's not a negative. It just means it's a diverse world we live in.
0: Yeah, you're you're very right. It's uh I was talking with somebody else about that. It's like we all have a disability in the eyes of God. It's just a question of what is our disability and how are they how do they differ from each other, you know?
1: Sometimes our disability is the way we look at other people. Amen. you think about
0: it you're right about that well that's awesome is there anything i mean thank you so much for sharing all this stuff is there anything else um that you'd like to add about the organization events coming up anything that uh people ought to know uh, about uh spina bifida association and what's going on
1: well i just i think that um looking at the world around us and what people can achieve is just amazing
0: You're right. You're absolutely right. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for being part of an organization that fights to help people achieve the most that they possibly can. And that's, you know, what we need to see more of in this world. Um, and thank you so much for being a guest on meet Houston missions. I've, I've learned a lot from this. (laughs) All right. Thank you very much. Uh, this is meet Houston missions, Paul Cannon, getting ready to sign off. If you are a, uh, missions coordinator or leader of a missions organization that serves people the way the Spina Bifida Association serves people or in any other way. Uh, if you're doing the, the work and the service of just helping people with their meet their basic needs, we want to hear from you as a guest. Give me an email at pcannon at simmonsandfletcher.com or give us a call 713-932-0777. Uh, again, we, we are looking for local missions in the Houston area that serve Houston people. Um, awesome. Thank you so much for uh, being a guest, Sarah.
1: It was nice to meet you.
0: Nice to meet you as well.